Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Welcome to a new edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. I am here with the founder and owner of Glassy Brown Cookies, Miss Arlene Felder. Welcome to the show, Arlene. Hi, Dex. How you doing? Really good. Arlene is, like I said, the owner and founder of Glassy Brown Cookies. There are two locations. One is in the Morristown Mall in New Jersey, and then the other one is on 224 High Street in Burlington, New Jersey. That's correct. Burlington City. I usually try to do something to get my uh, my viewers to know my guests a little bit more. So I kind of play like a little game with them. With you, I want to play like a this or that game. So okay. what is like your go to what cookie would you rather have an oatmeal raisin or a chocolate chip? Chocolate chip. OK, um, if a person is looking for a, like a cookie for their Valentine's Day date. What is your go-to um, cookie? Like, hot what would you recommend for them? Hot chocolate all hot day. Chocolate, hot chocolate cookie all day. Oh, we're gonna get into that too about these cookie flavors that you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and finally, if if it was a summertime soiree and somebody's like, "Oh, Arlene, you got to bring cookies." What kind of cookies do you bring to the summertime soiree? Oh, strawberry dream, lemon drop. All those type of cookies. Right off the top of your head. I love that. Off the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I always do a personal story with how I know the guests, right? So with you, I actually know you because we did, we had a podcast. We do a podcast together, Patty and the Millennials. And I remember the very first time that I met you, you weren't on the podcast at this point, but you came in and you were doing samples of your cookies. And yes. I tasted one and I'm like, you were in the room and I remember tasting the cookie and I was like, oh my God, these are amazing. Like who makes this? And they're like, this is her. These are her cookies. And I, it was slightly embarrassing because like usually I should probably know, but like you have some of the best cookies I've ever tasted in my life. I, and I'm not wow. even just in it because you're here. Like they are incredible. You know what? By you saying that, I'm going to believe it because you are very picky and you do not <laughs> play games with your food okay. or anything else. Now, with that being said, though, this is where me and you have our beef because you are like the cookie extraordinaire. So like when you're making cookies, guys, we're going to get into this, too. When she makes cookies, she does like apple pie cookies and peach cobbler cookies. And my favorite and my go to is the chocolate chip, <laughs> which is like almost like an insult to you because it's like I'm putting this effort into making like these flavors and stuff. And you're running to like the generic chocolate oh, chip. Yes, Dex. <laughs> Every time you come in, I try to get you to try something else. She's like, nope, chocolate chip. That's it. Just chocolate chip. I'm like, oh, my God. But, but can I just say, though, you always say, like, oh, there's so many more things than chocolate chips, and everybody makes a chocolate chip. And I agree. Everybody does make a chocolate chip. But everybody's chocolate chips does not taste the same. Some people's chocolate chip, they have way too much chocolate in them. Like these big chunks. I hate that. Yours are just the right amount of morsels. It doesn't feel overpowering. It's not too soft, not too sweet. It is perfect. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I still want you to try some other cookies, Dex. I do have some questions about other cookies too, but I'll, I'll ask them during this process too. Um, so like, I know the glassy brown cookies was started by you and I know the inspiration behind it was your grandma. I was reading right. that your grandma would like most of ours do all the desserts for you, like bake your desserts, the peach cobbler, the banana pudding and all that, but she never made fresh baked cookies for you. And yeah. that was your inspiration behind starting the brand. 
absolutely. Dex, my thing is, you know, I'll eat cakes and pies, but I'm a cookie girl. I'm the same. So when, when, I, when I do like diets and stuff like that, and I'm like, I'm going to give this up. And I always say like, I'll give up cakes. I'll give up candy or whatever. It's the cookies that when I have to give that up, that is when it's like, oh, this is a challenge for me. It's a deal breaker for me. That's a, that's a no. <laughs> that's, a no. That's, a, that's a no for me. So I like to turn cake flavors into cookies, cake and pie flavors into cookies. And that's based on because like she would teach you that. Because I, I was wondering where that came from. Like, because I will watch her. I will watch her do like the the, the pie, you know, African-American community, uh, sweet potato pies, the apple pies, you know, all the Southern um, type dessert cuisines, should I say. Um, and I will watch her. And I just didn't want it like that. Mm-hmm. So I would just just figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And then I just started tweaking things to try to formulate it into like a cookie. And, and what made you turn that into a business? Like, I mean, it's one thing, it's a skill. Like you learn, you're like, oh, I can bake. I'm good at baking. I'm sure people are like, oh, I like this. And people probably requesting your cookies to family gatherings and stuff. But what made you say like, you know what? I'm going to not only do this because it's a skill that I have, but I'm going to make this a, a business. It was the passion that outweighed my degree. Oh. Yeah, the, the passion of the cookies outweighed my degrees. My social work degree, my bachelor's in social work, and my master's in business, it outweighed it. But wow. like I no longer had an interest in, you know, doing social work, you know, to uh, uh, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I, I no longer had an interest in it. You know, I, don't, I enjoy communicating. I enjoy... Um, uh, helping people, volunteering. I, I still do all of the above. But the passion for the cookies is something about cookies for me that just, it just fills my soul with joy. And when I'm making it, it you know, the intent is for it to fill other people's soul with joy. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now with you starting this business, it's, I feel like it's always, you've been around for quite some time. When did you start officially? 2015. 2015. Okay. And then as far as your, cause when I first met you, there were no real estate stores. Like you had no like storefront property. It was, uh-huh. it was you that you had your online orders and like, that's how you ran your business. And you started, you opened up not one, but two locations during a pandemic. Like we were in the yeah. middle of the pandemic when you uh-huh. opened both the locations. What made you do that? Well, I stopped my full-time job in 2019. Okay. August of 2019. So um, I was just in the process doing commercial kitchen, baking. I was already doing things online, shipping. And, you know, I talked to my husband because that was a, that's a major decision to leave your full-time job, you know, with a family and say, Hey, we're not going to have the same type of income. You okay with that? So that's how you did it. Did you bake cookies before you, uh, before you laid that on? (laughs) Well, is this, a, is this a PG website? <laughs> you, you, you can answer that question. Um, so, um, you know, I talked to him, but we discussed it and, and just really broke it down. I broke it down to him and he said, do you think that you can do this? Do you think that we're going to be okay? And I said, do you trust me? And he said, I do. I said, trust and know that we're going to be okay. I know what God told me and I need you to believe it. I need you to believe me what I'm saying to you and, and you know he went he said okay he said you do realize you're not going to be able to go do this do this do this do this like you're used to like you can't just just run in the store and just grab whatever you want to grab and I said yeah he said you're going to be okay with that I was like yep yeah. 
like what got you to that point? I know you said like you weren't passionate about it anymore, but like you still could have just done it like online. Like you, you didn't have to do a store. And what made you say like, you know what, not only do, do I have to do this, like I have to do this like a full-time thing, but I want a storefront too. My degree was taking too much of my time for my passion. Yeah. Too much time. It was taking up too much time, too much space. And the space that it was taking up, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't the type of energy that I wanted um, or desired. Okay. It was unwanted energy from my employer. And a lot of people like fail to realize this, but we definitely spend way more time at work than we do at home. Well, prior to the pandemic, definitely <laughs> we were spending mm-hmm. way more time at work. And like, and if you're miserable at work, it's gonna trick you, trick it like down to your to your house area too, because. You're Absolutely. there. You're you're at work 40 hours a week on paper. But in reality, it's like 50, 60 hours per week that you're at work. So like yeah. the rest of the time when you're at home, it's like kind of like a shell of yourself because most of your time is spent at work. So if you're not happy or if you're not like fulfilled in the workspace, I mean, like I think that does make for a pretty miserable like existence almost. For me, you know, I, I had 15 years and, you know. 15 years and I could retire in 10, 25 years, wow. like 10 more years. Uh-huh. And I just said, I did early retirement. Like that's it. Like you, did you, were you nervous at all? Or was it just, Absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be cocky and be like, Oh no, no, no. I'm not, I wasn't nervous. Hell yeah. Dex. okay. I was nervous. You know, now, I'm a, a uh-huh. wife. I got three children. Yes. I was nervous. No, okay. So this was 2019 that this yes. conversation like took place and everything. Then the pandemic hit. Oh. What was what went through your mind? Like what was the conversation then? Oh God, I know what you told me. <laughs> but it's really is this happening now? What is happening? Because I was so confused. There was so many things going on um over the last two years. You know, not just the pandemic, we had the the, the killings and people people that you know close to you just just falling off and and, mm-hmm. and going to see Jesus like you know it was so many different things I was I mentally I was a mess mm-hmm. outwardly no one knew oh I was gonna say like you have the type of persona that and that's why I asked you like were you nervous because like you you'd never see it like you would never see like the nervousness on you like you're very like you're very well put together under stressful situations and I just remember you initially saying like you're you're opening up a store location and I was just I remember thinking like this is kind of like I love it I think that's amazing I like I I like the idea of people bringing that back because I feel like brick and mortar stores are just like not around anymore like we're just losing that and Mm -hmm. to hear that somebody's doing it and I feel like you even brought up the area that you're in too like I feel like there's so many more entrepreneurs there and you really push that area and push people to to have that community that communities that sense of community too yeah, I, Dex, I agree. And you know, that's something that's interesting that you said that because my husband mentioned to me, he said, you really don't know that there's a lot of people watching you. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're watching what you're doing and, and, and uh, modeling themselves. And they either, they have no idea, but they're modeling. And I said, well, they can ask the question. He said, but a lot of people are not going to do. No. They're just going to watch. 
Yeah. So that's interesting. It's just interesting that you said that. I just thought about that when he spoke too. Like and and the location is the the Burlington um, Burlington City location. It it's like a little town. Like the way it the way it's set. It's like it's. Be- I love it. I love that location because it it literally is like you go shopping on a Saturday. You walk that strip and like let's go get the cookies. Let's get books. Let's get go to the record store. Like that is mm-hmm. what's on that street. Like if you guys haven't been there, especially if you're in the Northeast, um, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware got definitely take a trip down there like you won't regret it it's right down it's like the harbor or something like that down the street from it's, there. It's, it's the um it's the river and uh, it's, it's the waterfront here's the thing it's such a serene area mm-hmm. that if, if you had a complex week and you just need some uh downtime in your in your soul or just your brain take a stroll on high street man high street will give you all that you need to just just be with yourself be with one well, or so when I when you first opened your store, you we were in the middle of a pandemic, not like the, the crazy part, like places were open when you went, but you still have to wear the mask and everything. Mm-hmm. My at the time fiance, but now she's my wife. We we went to the Congratulations. store. Yeah, we went to the store and we used that as our date opportunity because we couldn't really go in restaurants and stuff. So what we did, we went in, we got cookies, we parked the car right in front of the waterfront, and then we sat in the car, talked, and ate cookies. And honestly, like that is something that we've kind of continued to do as far as like just sit and just enjoy each other's company. And it's helpful if you have some cookies with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And guess what? Especially if they're glassy brown cookies. That absolutely. <laughs> no, the name glassy brown cookies. Where did that come from? So that's interesting, right? I like to play on words, as you can tell with my cookie flavors. So I thought about stores that don't pretty much tell what they what they are. Like H and M. I look at H and M. I would never have thought clothing. Gotcha. So I decided to play on something that I love. And I, I love eyewear more than I love shoes. That's a first. So, Usually women don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love eyewear more than I love shoes because I, I haven't my, been able to see well since I was 16. So okay. um, I, I, I looked at glassy and then I just started glassy and I was like, glass. Oh, so I'm brown, glassy brown. Okay, that's different. <laughs> and I say, okay, well, I want something different. I want a pair of my eyeglasses and have cookies popping out of them. So when I drew it up, um for my graphic designer i said oh that's glassy brown cookies and that's how you came up with the title mm-hmm. wow. that's, that's glassy brown cookies because the, the i was envisioning what i want people to see i want them to use like visual art mm-hmm. so cookies popping out my slogan i see cookies in your future mm-hmm. glassy brown cookies it all goes together I like, I mean, it, it's funny because like you, you explaining it, it makes so much sense, but like, it's kind of like exactly what you would think it is in a sense, but mm-hmm. like hearing it, it, it kind of confirms exactly what, like, that's what I thought. Cause that makes sense. Glassy brown cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned that your husband says that you, he can tell that people are kind of watching you and kind of like seeing what you're doing. Now mm-hmm. you're not the only cookie lady, let's for per se, in, in the industry, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of different cookie industry, cookie people out here. Um, some of them are like the big companies and like Insomnia and Crumble, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, one, like keep up with them? And then two, how do you like differentiate yourself from them? Well, number t- number one, they're keeping up with me. Okay. Um, because we, I actually started before, if I'm not mistaken, before Crumble Cookies, yeah, I think, and, that's, I think that's, that's like very new. Um, 
and I'm not sure if I started before insomnia, but we're in different, we're in different lanes. Um, so I don't keep up with other cookie companies, but I have noticed that they have been jacking my style and uh, some of my flavors because they have the financial backing to well, do so. Now I will say, I will say this and I'm not, I'm maybe I am biased. I don't know. I think, and I like, and I'm not saying this disparagingly. I'm mm-hmm. really not. However, you opened up your location and I think it obviously brought more traffic in there and more people were able to see it. And then mm-hmm. shortly after that in Philadelphia, Insomnia did start doing a cookie lab. I'm yep. just saying, I'm yep. just, just putting yeah. that well, out. You know, guess what? You don't even have to say it because other people have sent me things. And I'm just going to give you an example. And it, it could be, I could be wrong, Dex, but I don't think that I am. And it's okay because imitation is the best form of flattery. But when I came out with the hot chocolate cookie, mm-hmm. two weeks later, Crumble came out with their hot chocolate cookie, mimicking the same movement I did with opening up the cookie. And I have proof. I like receipts. And I'll show you the receipts on the back. I, I believe you. Look, so I'm always like, okay, it, it could be a coincidence, but like, I don't know. Because a lot of people would say like, oh, it's a small business. But to be honest with you, like, and, and we've seen this all over social media, small businesses are always ripped off by larger corporations. or Absolutely. Large like, and, and, and it would be, it would be irresponsible of us to pretend like that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, and it's mm-hmm. just but like with you though, like how do you keep going when you, when you see something like that and you see like this company that like everybody knows that like, they're doing this and it's just like, but I, I did it first. Like I was, I've been doing it. Like, how do you, what do you do when you see that? Well, when I see it, I'm like, Hmm. Okay. Y'all know me now, huh? Okay. 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 You know, I'm on, I'm on a mat. That's, that's to, to me, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. I'm one of Matt, but there's only one me. Okay. You can, you can imitate every flavor that you want, but you don't have my brain, my thoughts and my taste buds. So um, that's how I look at it. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't believe. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I have a cookie boutique. We said it again. I like. I have that. a cookie boutique. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a little it's a little different for me, and I'm bringing a different type of swagger to the cookies. Mm-hmm. So. Now, one thing though that I think is so commendable, like I talked a lot about your one location, but the other location, what I love about that is you're in Morristown Mall, right? Mm-hmm. I, my family lives in New Jersey, so I frequent that mall. Like I've I've been in Morristown like more times than I can I can count, right? And I remember like always going to different malls or whatever. And the one thing that you always do when you go to the mall when you're younger is get cookies. Like that's a thing. Like you have to do that. Morristown Mall like didn't have anything and you brought it back. Like you brought cookies back to the mall. What made yeah. you want to do that? Well, you know what, Dex, I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, I wanted to reach other demographics as well. Okay. So I wanted people to see, um, what this cookie boutique has to offer to reach other demographics. So that was one of my reasonings for bringing it um, to the mall. Mm-hmm. Something different, something unique. And other demographics would say, hey, hmm, there is another cookie company out there. I, what? I've never had this cookie before. This is different. So that, that was my reasoning. Okay. And then also I see that you do a lot of pop-ups too. What's, I do. What's the strategy behind your pop-ups? The strategy is seeing who's going to present, who's going to give me the most sales 
to make me determine whether or not that might be a potential location. I knew that. That's why I asked. I was wondering if that was like, okay, very strategic. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I do a lot of pop-ups. Okay. Smart. I like that. Now, one of the things that uh, we, we've talked about a little bit, and I want to go into details with some, with the listeners on this. So guys, when I say like, she does a lot of different flavors, she mentioned a couple of them, but like, if you just scroll down her Instagram, um, glassy brown cookies, you will see that she makes a peach cobbler cookie, a fruity pebbles cookie, a lemon blueberry cookie, an apple pie cookie, and, and Twix, um, Snickerdoodle, like everything, Snickerdoodles with stuff in them. Um, I've seen the Oreo one. I've seen the um, the mint chocolate chip one. Like, it's just like, it's all types of things that it's just like, what made you put those two things together? So like, that is the question I have for you. Like, what does someone else help you come up with this? Is it like a team or is it like you? Like, how do you come up with these flavors, these combinations? I, we, I always tell people that I'm probably about 800 pounds at heart, like on the inside. Oh, and always... she's fit. And she's super fit. I think that's, that's something we should point out. Like, you probably eat more cookies than most people do. I do every day. I cook on a regular. Day. And you stay in shape. <laughs> so, like... so two things. Um, I eat cookies, but I do, like, I may hit the treadmill. I'm not like a gym rat or a gym mm-hmm. nut or something like that. I, I may walk my dog and stuff like that. Um, I am conscious. Oh, I guess I can't really say I'm conscious of me cookie every cookies every day. But I am aware of the things that I eat. Okay. If that makes sense. No, um, it, does. it does. Now, as far as the cookie flavors, some days I'm just, I can just sit here and talk to you and just think like, hmm, that's going to go good together. Or if I might see you eating something, what would be the perfect dessert for that in my head? Okay. Like, like some it, people do that with wine. Like they'll be like, you, know, you pair this wine with this meal. Like you could mm-hmm. do like you pair this cookie with this meal. Cause you know how people are like, I need something sweet after I eat. Like that is, that's where you come in. And I'm good. And actually I, I presented to a couple of restaurants, um, what desserts would go good with certain um, meals as well. Yeah. Would you do that? Like would you partner with like restaurants? Um, if the money's right, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why you laugh, Dex? No, it's fair. What has been your favorite um, combination that you've come up with? Mm. One that was very surprising to me, um, lemon blueberry. Oh, I like, I, mean, I didn't have it, but I like how it looks. I like that it was blue. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen a blue cookie before. Yeah, lemon blueberry, the, the surprising taste of lemon and blueberry that was good but you know to be honest with you when from a drinking standpoint if you're mixing drinks together like you would mix a lemon and blueberry too like you would do a blueberry lemonade like that's not far-fetched so like it kind of does make sense to add it in that like a flavor yeah but the the texture that is the i'm a texture person right Mm -hmm. so the texture of it and the idea of lemon blueberry i had to make the colors like it had to go with what was in my head of how it would taste yeah now, is there a, like a, fl- a a flavor that you've made and you're like, yeah, I, I'm never making this again? Um, I did. And maybe maybe because I don't eat bacon, mm-hmm. a maple bacon cookie. I don't know. People love stuff like that, though. Like, yeah, but that- it was good. The custom the customers loved it. Um, But it was just it was just strange. OK. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm not into it, but I, I do know that that's a big thing, though. People love to, like, eat, like, 
And I'll probably bring it back out Father's Day or something yeah. like that, you know, around that time. But it was strange, Dex. Uh-huh. It was it was just different. And now, is there a flavor that you're like, I'll never make this? Like, like not one that you made before, but something that you think of and you're just like, off limits. Like, these are flavors. I'm not mixing. This is something. This is a type no. of. No, mm-hmm. there's nothing out. that's off limits. Okay. When it comes down to cookies. Mm-mm. I like no. No. Now, if a person is like, I want to do, I want to make a cookie. Like if I'm like, oh, I want to make an industry friends cookie. Like how could we, like one, are you open to doing stuff like that with people? And then like, how could they like get in contact with you to start that? That's okay. actually really are you, good. Idea too. Are you referring to like custom cookies? Yeah. Like if they want to like, 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 like make something, like make a cookie or something like that. Like even like, like you, for instance, you were just recently on CBS. Mm-hmm. And what if they're like, can we make a CBS cookie? And like you, and they want, and they want to like, I don't know, do a contest or something like that and come up with like a different cookie flavor. Like, are you open to things like that? Or is it just like my ideas only? No, I'm open. I'm open. Um, it, it's never been presented um, as far as that. Now I do custom cookies, mm-hmm. uh, but it's never been presented as a contest. So I'm definitely open. I'm not like, I'm not a shut down type or no, no person. I'm, I'm open to listen. Tell me what you're saying. Let me hear it. Yeah. So you create all these different flavors of cookies and like all these different ideas come to you. And I'm sure you're putting all this stuff together. Um, how do you gauge the success of a cookie? Like you put it out there here, guys, this is the new cookie on the block. How do you gauge how successful that cookie is? Okay. So I want to say sales. Mm-hmm. But it's based on the customer's reactions. A lot of times I want to get their first reaction, whether it's good or bad, when uh-huh. doing a video. So I always ask permission. Hey, can I take a video of you? Because I want to know what they're thinking at that very moment. Yes. So if they're like, oh, my God, that's a winner. Right there. Now, what if you do a video and they're like, this wasn't it? <laughs> and and I'll, I'll get to more videos to see. Okay. And I'm not like upset because that might, they didn't like the cookie. But truthfully though, like, and I'm, I'm just going to, from someone who's had your cookies, I would find it very hard to believe that someone would taste it and not like it. Genuinely. There are people out there, Dex, I'm going to be honest with you. A lady sent me a review. She was very mad because she wanted a refund. She wanted a refund. She didn't say that. She just said, she sent me a message and said to me, Hey, um, uh, I think you should put a label on this particular cookie, right? So I said, okay, well, you know, that's I would normally put a label on the cookie, um, but people already know what they ordered. So why would I put a label on a cookie that you ordered? Mm-hmm. Which was confusing to me. Right, right, when you, right. What is a, a, a barcode that says nutritional facts and it says what you ordered in the box. <laughs> so she didn't like that answer. The next thing I know, I got a bad review. Oh, and she gave me a review and said, your cookies taste like a sponge. And then she put another review, this cookie tastes like a sponge. So well, Sponges are soft, though. So at least, <laughs> but, at but least it ain't what, hard. <laughs> but guess what? Everybody's not going to be happy because she mm-hmm. wanted, apparently she wanted a refund because there wasn't a label on the cookie. Everybody's different. People will act the way they act. And how do I respond? You know, thank you very much for your review. You know, I, unfortunately you know, we're not going to be able to give you a, res- um, a refund. We don't return perishables. Right. Most people don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we do. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, I think that's a, that's, that's fair. And I was going to ask you, how do you normally respond to like criticism? 
Um, thank God I don't get a lot of it, but I do get some. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody's not gonna be happy. Some people may say, I don't like the African print on your your um your chairs, that's racist. Yeah. Um, some people may say I don't like that your name is called Glassy Brown. Um, and these are things that I I have heard. <clears throat> mm. I think that you, <laughs> I know you wait, hold on, text. And then sometimes people will say, Well, I think you should come in and rearrange, you should rearrange your store this way. You, you know, people say all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. See, for me, and this is why, like, I don't want, I want to own a business, but I'm afraid to own a business because, like, you don't want to tell a customer to leave and don't come back here or whatever. But at the same time, <laughs> they're like, leave and don't come back here. <laughs> wow. You know, there's times where I would like to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you just got to let people be who they, who they are because right. they're not going to change. Um, I recently had a guy who told me, I'm gonna give you this, I'm gonna give you the scenario really quickly. Yeah. Um, he came into Morristown and he said, Hey, is that an apple pie cookie? I was like, yes. Would you like to try one? He said, Oh, I can make my own apple pie cookies at home. I said, I bet you can't make it like me. Oh. <laughs> and he said, that's racist. And I said, how so? And he said, well, because you're saying that I can't make apple pie. I said, no, I said, you can't make it like me. I said, so please elaborate. How is that racist? He's, oh, I was just joking. I said, oh, okay. Well, I didn't find it funny. No, that's but, not- yes, yeah, I, I didn't find it funny. But if you're interested in purchasing an apple pie cookie, you know, this is the amount and um, we take cash or card. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know, people say anything to get a rise out of you. That's true. And I know that's what that was. Did he, did he get a cookie? No, he didn't get a cookie. And I know he can't make that pie cookie. So speed on, buddy. Well, you left. He he came back and he probably got it on the sneak. He didn't want you to see him buy it, but he got that cookie. I'm sure. I am sure. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. So you have two locations, a million and one different cookies, cookie flavors. What is next for you outside of an industry friend's cookie? What's next for you? Personally, okay. professionally? Well, what's next? There's so many things in my future. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many things in my future, Dex. Um, of course, I'm talking to you on your wonderful podcast, Industry Friends, <laughs> which is a blessing. I thank you for um, interviewing me. Thank um, you for doing one. it. No, it is my pleasure. It is an honor and a privilege to be a part of your podcast. Um, number two, helping other businesses. Um, because people think this was overnight for me and it wasn't right. Right. So there's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things that I've learned. Um, more stores. Okay. Um, I will most likely have franchises, um, that I will open up to family and friends first Mm -hmm. before opening it up to the public. Um, I can see myself on television. Honestly. Oh, I could definitely see you on television <laughs> for sure. I could see myself on television and, you know, I believe that's in my future. I really do. Um, I don't have an answer right now for it, Dex, and you're the first person that I'm actually saying it to. So you'll be able to rerun that when that time. Um... Look, I, look I, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> the breaking news. I, I Look, I 
definitely. I, I don't have news to break, Dex. I don't know. I don't have anything. In, this in, is anything. breaking news because when people speak things into speak things out loud, that means they're speaking into an existence, speaking it into existence. You've manifested it. It's going to happen. Dex, I know what God told me. Anything that I touch turns to gold. Okay. Anybody around me is going to be platinum. So I know what he told me. I don't have a roadmap for it, but my vision is clear because I'm a visionary. I love the eyeglass references. Maybe you should open up an eyeglass. You know, maybe you I should, thought about it. <laughs> maybe you should go to the eyeglass store because they are still around. Go to the eyeglass stores and y'all partner up and you get a free cookie um, when you purchase your eyeglasses. <laughs> I thought I thought about opening up, but you know what? With Zilu and all these other companies out mm -hmm. with the eyeglasses, you know, with the, the foreign market, it's, it, it'll be tough, tough yeah. to do something um, sure. like that. Uh, very tough. I would have to have like some international trademarking and international connects. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, yeah, it's a lot. Going it's a, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, now, if a person wanted to follow in your footsteps, what advice would you give them? Hmm. Be open to listen because mm -hmm. you don't know everything. So like in your process of, get, of obtaining your buildings and, and getting into the mall, was that a difficult process for you? It was very difficult um, because, you know, people don't know. I didn't have any um, business loans and all that other stuff opening up the business. I had cash. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like that, Dex. I'm just saying I I had some cash, like yeah. money saved up and stuff. Um, and with the help of my husband as well, we we had money saved up to do those things. So people don't want to give you anything without, you know, the proper business credit and different things like that. I think so, that's like, I'm glad you shared that because I, I think a lot of people, when they think about businesses, they immediately go to like, I need to get a loan. And like, we know for sure that it's difficult to get business loans, especially for African-Americans. It's, it's definitely not something that's, that's easy, that's easily obtained. Who's like, giving you a business loan with no business income? Where's your profit and loss statement? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you, how, how are they going to gauge when you're going to give them the money back? So like having your own capital actually does go a very long way when it comes to opening up a business. It helped me. Yeah. And then as far as getting in the mall, like, like, did you just walk in the mall one day and say like, Hey, I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want this spot right here. That's a great question. So, um, a friend of mine owns a, uh, a boutique in the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, he has a black owned business in the mall. So I was in there talking, I was to say, yeah, I'm looking at another location. I'm looking around and um, just trying to find the perfect location that's going to be great for me. She said, why don't you, she said, why don't you come in here? And I was like, well, let me see. It's kind of dead in the, you know, uh, mm -hmm. in it's not Cherry Hill Mall. I, right, said, right, right. I said, but I can bring a different type of vibe and environment based on my cookies. I said, let me look around. I'll just take a, take a gander. And I looked around and I said, in order for me to come into this mall, I need to be front dead smack in the center where everybody sees it. Mm -hmm. And you are. And they, you know, I talked to them. I spoke with mall management. They tried to sell me on every other space in the mall. Every other bigger locations. Actually, 
I don't want it. If I can't have this, I'm not interested. Right. And it was like, well, we got this. I'm not desperate. I was just, it's not that deep. I could walk away. I have so a store. They gave, yeah, they, they gave me what I wanted. Okay. And and you were open to negotiate too. And like Absolutely. willing and able to negotiate, which I think is something that a lot mm-hmm. of us, like just in general people, like that's that's really good advice that we should know. You, you got to be okay with walking offer, away. Offer. Yes. You have to be okay with walking away. Maybe this deal is not the deal for you. Now, uh, finally, I asked all my guests for a puzzle piece. And the puzzle piece is like a mantra or a quote or something that you live by. What would be your puzzle piece? I have an idea of what it is, but I'm just curious what you would say it is. Hmm. You think you know me, Dex? I have a, I mean, I think it makes sense for this to be your puzzle piece. I see cookie for your future. Yes, I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's your slogan. <laughs> well, that is, that is, I see cookies in your future and I see so many more in mine. Okay. And it's funny too, because when you say cookies, like obviously you're talking about actual cookies, but it could be so many different things. And we are talking about the, and like we said before, speaking things into existence, that's like, success you know what I mean like cookies Mm -hmm. are in your future that's success in your future or cookies in your future that's your marriage or whatever it is to you like I think that money like that's that's amazing I think that's a really great like mantra to live by to be honest with you yeah absolutely absolutely also I really do see cookies in my future like I would be getting some glasses (laughs) (laughs) are you getting something other than chocolate chip I'm going to do something other than chocolate chip well I mean I'll do I'll do snickerdoodle, which is like my next to go. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, have you ever done like snickerdoodles with chocolate chips in them? If that's what you want, I can. Let, can we do that? And can we call it the industry friend? If that's what you want, I can. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, Arlene Felder, Miss Glassy Brown Cookies. Where can they find you if they're interested in eating cookies or following you on social? Well, you can find me at 224 High Street, Burlington City, New Jersey, and also Morristown Mall, New Jersey. And, and your website. Is, and my website is glassybrowncookies.com, social media, uh, which is Instagram and Facebook, Glassy Brown Cookies, and Twitter is Glassy Brown. Thank you again, Arlene. I really appreciate this. Like, again, I see cookies in my future. Guys, if you're listening, please have some cookies in your future. You have the website. You know where the physical locations are. You will not be disappointed. And when you do it, let us know what you think about the cookies, too. Can I just say something before we end, Dex? Mm -hmm. Again, it is an honor and a privilege to be a part of your website, excuse me, your podcast. An honor and a privilege to be a part of your podcast. I thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the best at what you do, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. That was really nice. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Arlene Felder, Glassy Brown Cookies. Thank you once again. Hey, guys, Industry Friends is now on Instagram at Industry Friends. So after you rate the show, subscribe to the show, repost the show, review the show, and tell your friends about it, follow us on Instagram at Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Friends. Friends.